How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's Paul Hamilton. Rob Ray joins Shopman Bulldog. Game days at 4. Howard and Jeremy welcome Marty Biron Thursday mornings at 7.30 on WGR Sports Radio 550. And there they all are right there. What's in there? Sal Capaccio's in there. Jeremy White. Shopman the Bulldog. There's Alan Davis. John and Brian Cozio. Pat Malacaro. Whole crew is in there. Really? And you know what? Paul is the only one upstairs working. The rest of the guys are on vacation. Working night to he works hard at Paul Hamilton, I'll tell you. He does. He's a grinder. Back to the travel. He loves it, though. And I shouldn't talk about him like he's not there. He's, wait, he's waiting. He's waiting to chuckle and, and start the show. Uh, joining us on the Western Hotline is our Paul Hamilton, fresh back from Chicago. You uh, And this must feel great for you. I know we've talked about it intermittently over the last year or so, but, like, back on the grind of the travel, like, you, you love this life, don't you? Well, in the last 11 days, I've seen seven hockey games, two Buffalo Bills games. I've been to Canada twice. I've been to Nashville. I've been to Chicago. Um, yeah, it's, it's been fun. <laughs> yeah. You got to, you, I have, I've, I've been inside the Ryman Auditorium um, once on a tour. I did not see any musical acts play there, but you were, you, were you not there? Was that Friday night? I was there Friday. I didn't know there was a show. And then I found out there was a show and then I found out it was sold out. But I thought, you know, Dan Dunleavy and I went to like the best barbecue I've ever had. First of all, but was, and you have to get there. If you're not there by 4:30, you're going to be in line for like two hours. To eat. So, <laughs> yeah, right. you know, we we went over right away, walked over there, had a great dinner, and he needed to go do something else with some clients. And I said, I'm going over to the Ryman. I'm just going to walk over there and see what see what's up. Uh-huh. And uh, I get to the ticket window, and they're like, Oh, we actually did have a few single seats, but I just sold them all. And I said, Oh, well, that's nice. So, you know, I, I just uh, I thought, well, I'll hang out, you know, because people are in line trying to get in, you know, or yep. waiting to get in. 
and I hear some guy yell out to somebody else, uh, no, I'm not selling two tickets, just one. Aha. Uh, excuse me. There's your guy. <laughs> there you go. But, yeah, but not only did I go over there and he goes, yeah, get in line here. The other scan tickets, so you got to walk in with me. He goes, you got to sit next to me if you don't mind. I said, no, I don't care. That's fine. I go, how much do I owe? He goes, nothing. I go, what? He goes, nothing. I just want somebody to use the tickets. I don't, I don't want any money. Oh, And man. I'm like, I'm like, come on. Let me pay you something. Let me buy you a beer. Let, no, right. you, 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 you got you got to be feeding that guy Coors Lights all night long, yeah, Paul. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't want anything. You wow. know, it's, he goes, no, let's just go sit down. And I'm like, really? Right. <laughs> so Is I this a scam? For, I, <laughs> I, I got in for free. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I went from sold-out show standing outside to getting in for free. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. What what about that room? I mean, that's a that's a holy music room, country music room, but a but an all time room. I wouldn't have cared who was playing. Quite honestly, right. I just wanted to go in there and listen to music in there. And as it turned out, I, I it was some really good people playing. But yeah, just to be in there and uh, just look around and you know something you've only seen on TV and that kind of thing and. You know, then to see the Opry there and see Ricky Skaggs and right. Harley Pierce and um, uh, Mark Willis and Terry Clark. I, I, I know Terry Clark and I know some of her songs and I, I kind of like them, but I didn't realize what a great performer she is. I mean, she she was really a lot of fun to watch and each act only did like three or four songs. But during her set, she she was really a lot of fun to watch. I'd go see her again if if it rolled Good. around. So. I'm glad glad you had that. Glad you had that. Yeah. And I was I was envious. I, like I said, I've never seen a show there. No, Wilco's playing there in the spring. I just saw new tour dates announced. So uh, maybe 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 a quick roadie to Nashville for the family uh, down down the road in April or May or whenever that is. Uh, we'll see. All right, we're avo- we're avoiding the elephant in the room, Paul. And the elephant in the room is <laughs> really an overtime loss. I mean, sure, thanks for the loser point, but man, that 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 game just never seemed like it wasn't going to be theirs to me. Even when they fell behind one nothing, I, I I liked how they were playing. They got that goal right back, scored before the first period was over to take a lead, get the shorty from Krebs, and I'm feeling like okay. I'm already. I was gonna. You know, I, I could have tweeted after Krebs scored, like garage, garage, garage. But I wait, I wait, and then just didn't happen. What what went wrong in your eyes? Yeah, and there were plenty of opportunities to get that fourth goal, and they were hitting posts and uh, making a below average goaltender look like Dominic Hasek, and you know all those all those neat things mm-hmm. that sometimes happen. And you know the positive thing is if you just take Chicago out of the equation. You look at the eight-game losing streak and all the losses in this current one, they didn't get a loser point in any of those games. And if they had, a lot of these conversations would be different. Yeah. So, all right, you get a loser point out of it. But Yeah, but you just blew a 3-1 lead in the third period and got a loser point from the worst team in the National Hockey League, who, by the way, are on their best streak of the year. They're, they were a little bit hot, too. They, uh, they beat Colorado. They beat Calgary. They they got waxed by by Seattle, but uh, you know they beat some pretty good teams. So you know that's another hot team they ran into to go with some of the hot teams they ran into last week. But still, I mean they played so much better than they played against Florida, and and it just uh, all of a sudden unraveled. And part of it was Rasmus Dahlin, who if it wasn't his worst game of the year was pretty close. 
and he just wasn't with it. And, and Chicago scores the goal to make it three to two, and he's worried about some guy getting called for holding the stick. So the Blackhawks are celebrating their goals, and he goes right in the middle of it and starts throwing them around. I think he hit Jake McCabe, he hit somebody else, and they're like, uh, excuse me. So they batted him around a little bit, and he gets over there and winds up for, I guess the misconduct was for going through the Blackhawks. Oh, really? You know, See, I, I wondered. Yeah. I mean, you, you were there. The, the replays that were shown, they showed him doing that, and I, I don't know. I didn't think that was egregious. I mean, it's ill-advised at least, but I assumed he must have said some magic words to the referee even after, like, the replay that, that I saw of it anyway. You could see him trying to get to the referee and the linesman kind of getting in between, and then the replay sort of cut off, and I assumed as the referees or the officials all skated towards the timekeeper that Darlene kept at them. Uh, but you think it was just for the, what, the, the 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 shoving circle that he was in with the Blackhawks? That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, and, wow. Because I thought the way he went in there, I thought he was mad at one of the Blackhawks. He was trying to you know start a yeah. fight with one of them. He was just trying to get to the referee, and that was the shortest way to get there. So, all right, they didn't get scored on, or it was to three two when he went in and three two when he came out. But still, yeah, that's wrestling with Stalin. And even though he's having yeah. a bad game, if you have him on the ice for ten minutes, he might do something special out there, and you might have that fourth goal. You know, he's quite capable, and has many times this yeah. year of of producing like that. So you, now you don't have that, and you know Don Granado, who usually stands behind his guys and especially Darlene, was pretty frank about the whole thing. He was not happy. He goes, no, he's got to be better than that. He, goes, he said that can't happen, and he said, told him that he can't put his team in that position. And uh, Darlene also realizes that and understands that, so that happens. And then, all right, I think they got a bad call uh, on a play. And before we talk about it, let's just say – all right, fine, you get a bad call. Guess what? You still got to go out and beat the Chicago Blackhawks. <laughs> right. You got to go overcome it. Should that have been a goal? I don't think so. I think Greg Anderson the, is absolutely right. The tying goal we're talking about now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. I think he's absolutely right. But go go figure it out afterwards because you know what? The refereeing in the National Hockey League is horrendous. It's bad every night. Everybody gets bad calls. You, you got to go overcome it. Mm-hmm. And what did they do? They sat back and watched uh, watched the teams pass them dizzy, as I wrote, and, and just sat back. That, that was that goal where they just sat back and let the Blackhawks pull the goalie and pass around and pass around and pass around, yeah. and they, they never tried to come out and get the puck or get get control of the puck. They just stood there and watched, watched them, and the Blackhawks said, okay, we'll, we'll get in position finally. All right, everybody good? Let's go. Let's take the shot. And, you know, yeah, you got Johnson in, in Anderson's lap. I get it. But still, the Sabres, that was not good defense as they yeah. just basically stood there and let the Blackhawks come at them. And, and quite honestly, I didn't like the overtime. Cousins wins the draw twice so they can have possession. He goes to the bench, and they basically give up possession by taking long shots. Yeah, I realize the guy in net is no good, <laughs> and you might beat him from, from the blue line, but what are you doing just coming in over the line and taking slap shots? 
because in overtime, what happens with that is you lose possession of the puck. You just basically turned it over. Yeah. And you have a very, very, very small chance of the puck going into the net. And Darlene had a very good chance in overtime that Morozik did make a save on. But I just didn't like their puck management at all in Uh, in the overtime. A couple things I want to – I just want to backtrack a little bit. Darlene did have a beef. He got hooked or held or whatever uh, the, uh, on the play that led up to that. But uh, but it's the same thing you just said about officiating holds. Uh, but, you know, to me, he had a beef. Like There the, the should have been a call that led to a turnover that led to the goal, and it wasn't. What happened on the tying goal? Because uh, I, I, watching the broadcast, um, I was focused on whether Johnson, uh, whether his skate had inf- interfered with Anderson's pad or whether his rear end <coughs> excuse me had thrown him off as he turned but you wrote at wgr550.com that there was interference with his catching glove and I did not notice that watching the replays I saw yeah hopefully you can get another look at it it's clear as day if you if you're looking for it uh his elbow was in in Anderson's glove and Anderson couldn't couldn't pull it pull it out fast enough to make the save. He wanted to make the save with his glove. And he also felt there was contact, but he was more concerned about, Yeah. he goes, his elbow's in my glove. And he goes, I don't understand what interference with the goaltender is. And he goes, nobody would talk to me. He goes, I have to, you gotta, he goes, you still have to, I'm over there and I'm very confused. Toronto doesn't overturn it. I don't know why, and I get no explanation. Yeah, and that's what was really upsetting him, and he was absolutely right. I mean, he he did put his elbow right in the glove, and and he couldn't get the glove over to try to make the save. So yeah, I that, understand. That, that seems like goaltender's frustration was. To me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> and he's usually pretty frank about everything. You know, when you talk to him about things, he's pretty honest to the point of it might make the Sabres cringe or something. You know, he's, yeah, you know, we didn't play real well in that spot or, you know, that type of thing. But he acknowledged also that, you know, when you don't get calls, you still have to battle through them. You know, as mad as he was, he he said, yeah, but that he says you still got to win that game. He goes, when you don't get calls, you have have to battle through them. And he's 100% correct. Yeah, the fact that that team with that offense that really, you know, played the way they played, only got the three goals they got is kind of stunning because that that's a very leaky team. And, you know, like you said, they, they had chances, I think, to kind of put that game away um, and weren't able to, to, to get them. And then, you know, a fluky bounce, non-call, whatever. I mean, even the winning goal in overtime, Middlestad ends up knocking that puck in. I don't know if you noticed that or not. Like, that puck yeah. was – he tried to fish it out. It may have gone in if he didn't touch it, but what I don't think he realized was that a, another player, I forgot who, coming back may have been in a better position to fish that puck out of there. Middlestat's momentum was all carrying him behind the goal line, and he reached with his stick to try to, I think, sort of like toe drag it out and instead ended up pushing it over the line, which is tough. So it, Yeah, it, and, and Anderson, you know, people are blaming him. What do you want him to do? It's a two-on-one. It looks like Darlene's going to kill the play. And next thing you know, Tyler Johnson just feathers it right through his skates. That that pass can't happen. It's, it's, it's simple two-on-one rules. 
Tyler Johnson is is Anderson's responsibility. Darlene's got to make sure that layup pass doesn't come across. And it looked like he was fine. And next thing you know, it's right through his legs. It's like, what are you doing? I mean, he just wasn't his night at all. And, and you know, Anderson has to come across as best he can, but he's doing what he's supposed to do, be ready to take away the shot from Tyler Johnson. And he does come across, and as you said, it might have leaked through anyway, uh, whether whether yeah. Middlestaff put it in or not. But Darlene, nine out of ten times, that play is done. It doesn't happen. He, he, he stops it, probably turns and goes the other way because it's a two-on-one coming at him. So guess right. what? If he if he if he knocks down the pass and gets it up ice, it's a two on one the other way. Right. You know, all, all Middlestead has to do is turn around and go, and it's a two on one the other way. So, um, just as I said, and he's not perfect. I'm not criticizing him at all. I mean, his play has been great this year, and it's not but too a many tough times. Night. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not too many times that we can we can say that. But uh, yeah, it was a very, it was a very tough night. All right, we've got some news here, and we'll get to the rundown of what fans need to know about tomorrow night, Ryan Miller night. Um, but Hinnestrosa wave, Paul, does this alleviate the roster log jam? It does. Uh, you know, they. I think they were eventually going to get to this. I, they're probably just as surprised as I am that they're still healthy. I mean, when when does a team stay healthy in January for a couple of weeks with no injuries at all? And it, it just got to a point. It's like, all right, we've played all these games and I think it's time now to to do what we've been trying not to do but they've been trying according to Elliot Friedman and what I have heard too they've been trying to trade him just to help him out a little bit Mm -hmm. and to help them out a little bit help him out to the fact you know what he's not playing he's not really gonna play he hasn't played all that well this year he doesn't have any goals so far and some of that might be because he doesn't get consistent ice time you know, you never know yep. when you're going to play and that type of thing. But still, it just hasn't worked out. So, you know, all right, let's right, we'll try to find him a spot to play. I'm sure they weren't asking for a King's Ransom or anything, but they couldn't do it. So now they've put, on, put him on waivers. And, you know, if he doesn't get a place to play in the NHL, then he goes to Rochester and, and there's your roster spot. Well, that I guess that's the end of the uh, you know your turn to make AHL wages uh, <laughs> at least for now. We'll see. And JJ um, Paterka did not get his turn. He did not get his turn. Right? We we covered that yesterday. <laughs> okay, tomorrow night uh, ceremony at six. Uh, we'll we'll carry uh, I, I guess to the you know, the best we can um, with with you and Brian and Pat mm-hmm. Malcaro starting at six and and I'm I'm happy about that the the thought of me and Mike sitting in here just you know talking about the Sabers while that ceremony was going on was giving me anxiety for days so I'm I'm very happy to hear that and uh, our audience I hope is happy too if they're not going to be able to get down there or get near a TV when when it starts so that's great news um, Gates at four thirty. Fans encouraged to be in their seats by 5.50. My own advice is, like, you know, be ready for traffic. There hasn't been a lot of traffic at these games. A couple Saturday nights ago, sold out for Minnesota, I was like, traffic is back. Wow, look at this, right? Um, Especially after the game. Yeah. Be be ready, folks, because, like, (laughs) I come out, like, I do my thing. We talk to Granado. I go through the locker room. I sit down with Brian, and I come out. And I'm looking at the traffic, and it's still stopped. 
Nothing's <laughs> moving. I'm right. like, really? <laughs> All right. Yeah. I guess that's what that's what it's like to have a sellout crowd. <laughs> yeah, we're back. Right. So, um, but the ceremony should be great. Just encourage fans to get down there. Everyone that comes is going to get a banner, a replica banner. So that's awfully nice as well. And a lot of lot of familiar names and faces in town. Right. I saw Vanek, Pominville, Gostad, Roy. Uh, there are others. Um, so it should be a really really special night down there. Yeah, it should, and I'm sure Ryan Miller is happy to see they're probably all here, or a lot of them are here already. So I'm sure they're out to dinner together and reliving old old times. Uh, you know, I'm sure I'm sure the lies get get bigger and bigger every year. That's what happens <laughs> with my hockey team. So you know, yeah, right. <laughs> the the tails get taller, and you know, Rob Ray will go out and entertain him, and you know, you know how all that goes, right. All right, Paul. Well, I'm sure we'll touch base with you at some point tomorrow uh, about all this. We've got Kevin Adams tomorrow on our show, by the way, as well for our audience. Let them know. I think that's going to be at about 4.15 uh, tomorrow afternoon, so we can look forward to that as well. Paul, thanks for this, and, uh, you know, if I don't talk to you, uh, enjoy tomorrow. Yeah, it should be fun. It'll be a long day, but a fun day. That's that's why I, you're the only thing from a work standpoint I did today. I was just like, you know what, guys? I'm just going to – I need a day. Yeah, I've had my right. I've had my fun eleven days of nine games and and nine thousand cities and I'm not complaining. I've loved it, but I got about sixteen hours to work next tomorrow, so I need a day. So I took. All right. Well, thanks for squeezing me in. I really, I really that that's very meaningful, Paul. Thank I would you. never say no to you. Oh, you're the best. All right, buddy. Have a good night, and uh, we'll talk. I'm sure tomorrow. Take There's uh, Paul Hamilton on our Western Hotline. His appearances here on WGR are brought to you by Equitable Advisors, thinking about today and planning for tomorrow, and by Relax Honda. Relax, we got this. All right, back to football, back to the Bills and this week's opponent in the divisional round, the Bengals. Joe Goodberry, uh, Cincinnati Bengals on YouTube. You can find him there. Cincinnati Bengals Talk is uh, where you find him. Uh, We'll have a conversation with him from earlier in the show right after this. So don't go anywhere. Mike Shope's off today. I'm the Bulldog, and you are listening to WGR. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.